0: Welcome back to Save State Society. This is Bombadelli Ojo, and today I will be discussing in brief Francis Ford Coppola or Coppola agrees with Martin Scorsese and calls the MCU films despicable. Okay, so Francis Coppola, he I think he worked on Godfather and such, another big name. Director who has joined with Martin Scorsese, another brilliant director who did Goodfellas, a number of uh, very influential uh, th- uh, films, who feels that Marvel movies aren't basically what they're cracked up to be. Uh, Mr. Scapola <laughs> takes it a bit further and he says, I'm going to read this quote from this website. Where I start with this? When Martin Scorsese says that the Marvel pictures are not cinema, he's right. Because we expect to learn something from cinema, we expect to gain something, some enlightenment, some acknowledge, some inspiration, Kapala said. I don't know that anyone gets anything out of seeing the same movie over and over again. Martin was kind when he said it's not cinema. He didn't say it's despicable, which I just say it is. Pretty... Scathing words from this um, from this director. Now, anyone that knows me knows that I have my issues with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe it's extremely overrated. It's become a bane on the superhero genre. I feel that um, it's basically choked out any creativity. Any any, we're lucky we got Joker. We're lucky we got a superhero or or comic movie that wasn't steeped in jokes. And a massive CGI battle, or or a combination of the two. Um, we're lucky we got Joker. Base is what I'm trying to say. We're we're lucky that some films are now coming out and they're allowed to do something different. And executives aren't trying to emulate and ape the the Marvel Cinematic Universe formula, which I believe, like I said, I'll say it again, and I'll say it as many times as, as possible that it's been a it's a bane on the superhero genre, film genre. Um, but I would not call the films despicable. That's really, that's totally line on, on ridiculousness at this point. Um, I am, I'm, I'm more along the lines of Scorsese. I wouldn't even say that, I wouldn't go as far as say that they're not cinema. I say they're just popcorn flicks where you go in, you turn your brain off and you enjoy your, your hour and a half, two hour, uh, CGI fiesta. That, that's that's how I view Marvel films I wouldn't go ahead and say like these movies are despicable and you know what? I don't totally agree with him saying that the you know you don't learn something from these films I I certainly don't feel inspired by Marvel movies I'll tell you that much but you but you learn something well in my case you learn that too many jokes (laughs) can become overbearing and can muddle your story and kind of show that you don't have confidence in your own writing but that's besides the what kills me the most about whenever these these directors are, are approached about their feelings on Marvel films, it's obviously it's obviously bait because these are older men and women who some would like to use the excuse that they're out of touch. I don't like to say that. I like to say that they come from another generation of films. They haven't seen anything like this in a long time or ever, and it must be baffling to them. But the the reaction that from Marvel fans is it's funny. You range from people saying that these directors are jealous. The director of Goodfellas and the, the Aviator is not jealous of Marvel movies. Yeah, that's a, they make a lot of mo- They make a lot of money, but to these people, they're artists. To them, it's art. It's not just about the buckets of money you can get. That's that must be nice. But to suggest that say um Scorsese is jealous of Iron Man is like saying that chef Gordon Ramsay is jealous of McDonald's you see the idiocy in that it makes absolutely no sense so and another thing is that these Marvel fans they I think the reason that we get some of these we're starting to get these click I, and this won't be the last director we hear from because we heard who's the guy that did um that avatar James Cameron. People blasted him for for talking negatively about um, about uh, Marvel films, and and he had the number one Avatar was like the number one movie in the world for like a for, since 2009, I believe, maybe 2009, 2007, whenever it came out, it was the longest, it was like the highest-grossing film of all time. So the guy was well within his rights to say whatever he had to say, and people blasted him for that. And more and more these guys are coming forward and expressing their, their, expressing their views. And the, the, the visceral reaction from Marvel fans kills me. Because it's so funny. You guys are so easily baited. I'll tell you why. Or how. I'm a Star Wars fan. I am a diehard Star Wars fan. I'll tell you that shit right now. I have several Star Wars tattoos on my body. I love Star Wars. Star Wars... It's a series of films made for fucking ten-year-olds, okay? There have been people trying to bash Star Wars since its very inception, since 1977. The difference is the reason why I don't I don't get wild riled up when someone says, "Well, I don't like Star Wars" because Star Wars is X or Star Wars is Y is because Star Wars has proved itself as to be part of Americana. The uh, you, you there's nowhere in this in this, in this country that you can go that someone would know who R2-D2 is or who Han Solo is or who Lando Calrissian is or what the Millennium Falcon is or who Darth Vader is. Darth Vader, speaking of, is like one, he's on the list of of greatest um, uh, film villains of all time. It's made its mark. So you can say whatever you want. The Star Trek people love the, the shit all over Star Wars, but we know our place at the top, baby. We're not worried about what other people have to say. So, you think with the massive success of the marvel movies that the marvel fans wouldn't be so gung-ho whenever someone comes out and says hey listen i'm not a big fan of these movies but you guys you guys will oh god if you go on twitter you will see the outrage it's like who are these people they're jealous blah 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 and you're like why are you getting so mixed up about some guy that made some movies that you're not even interested to begin with what is his what does his opinion even matter to you why are you getting so riled up? So you're bringing Marvel fans, you're bringing this, bring this upon yourselves. Just shut up and relax, and just let it roll off your fucking shoulders. It's not that big a deal. You'll be okay. If if someone doesn't, what what are you gonna do next? What if Steven Spielberg says tomorrow that he doesn't like Sp- Spider-Man, he doesn't like Iron Man, he doesn't like them? What are you gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hate on him too for for his opinion? Is that what's gonna happen, Steven Spielberg? I posted this on my Facebook a little earlier, and I got I got some interesting reactions. Uh, I have a, a fuck the Boomer generation. I mean, that's the easy way out. Fuck the old people. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. The, the funny thing is that there's a lot of older people who who watch these films and enjoy it. It's just a couple of them that don't. Um, and then there's there's the the attack on artsy films. I, <laughs> Let's just be real. The Marvel movies aren't art. They aren't anything. They look nice, and if that's art to you, that's great. But there's nothing inspirational about about the Marvel movies. They're quick, they're cookie cutter. Oh, oh, I should probably go back. There's one there's one bit of Kapala's um, quote that I like a, a lot. He says, "I don't know that anyone that gets anyone that gets anything out of seeing the same movie over and over again. Let's just be dead honest. That's what the Marvel movies are. At least Phase one through two to a bit of three. They are repeats of each other that we got for 10 freaking years, people. Okay, let me give you an example. We had Iron Man 1 in 2008. And then we had Doctor Strange, what, 2016, I believe? The only difference between the two is literally, beat for beat, they're almost the same film. You except that in one movie, you have one guy who, who now takes his, his, his powers in the direction of technology to do, to make the world a better place. Same kind of accident, or not accident, same, an accident happens to the main character in Doctor Strange, and now he, he, his power, he, he awakens his powers and uses powers of mysticism, spirituality, whatever, to do good. They're literally the same movie, but the premises are slightly switched. Thor and Captain America are two men out of their element. It's, I'm going to be dead honest with you, I'm an unapologetic, unapolog, unapologetic DC fan, okay? And for all the flaws and the flusteredness that comes from the DC side, at least they tried something different for the longest time with varying degrees of success. For instance, I absolutely love The Man of Steel. And I love the first half of Batman versus Superman because it had a message to send. Does the world need a Superman? I love questions like that. I love where the, the characters are now forced to look at themselves and what they've become and what they could become. And it's not so cut and dried and there's no there's no need to inject some kind of comedic value to get your story across. And yeah, people like to 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 crap all over Zack Snyder for the way he does things, but at least he tried to do things in his his own way. The issue with, with WB and their handling of the DC films is that they get nervous when they post something online or some little tidbit and the automatic reaction is just not what they wanted. So then they get on the director's ass and say like, you you need to change this and that. That's what happened with Suicide Squad. They, that, that movie from what I read was chopped the bits because the audience react, potential audience reactions. And this is where I go back to what I said earlier, where I feel that the Marvel film formula has basically it's shackled the superhero genre because you have the general populace who doesn't really can't tell its ass from it, from its from its forehead and they love one thing. And if a movie comes out and it's supposed to be in that same kind of wheelhouse, the same kind of genre, but doesn't do the same things they've been seeing, a la the Marvel Cinematic Universe formula. It's automatically considered bad or too dark or too rhymey or too X and too Y. And unfortunately, the executives get nervous and then they start saying, like, hey, listen, you need to make more comedy, or you need to make this slightly lighter, or you need to make this. We got that with, with Justice League, man. Justice League, whatever the Snyers, I don't care about the Snyder's got, whatever. But tonally you could tell that it was supposed to be different, and they switched. For some, well, we know what the reason is. Josh Whedon came in because Zack Snyder had the issue with his family member. His, I think his daughter committed suicide. What have you not? And it became more of a of a Marvel of a Marvel film where the characters are now throwing Snyder marks and jeers and and, and, and jokes left and right. You're like, oh crap. We saw a little bit of that and in Aquaman. Um, Aquaman was... I, I enjoyed Aquaman. I don't know why, but initially people loved Aquaman, but nowadays when someone brings up Aquaman, I'm like, oh, it sucks, which is weird because that's the most Marvel-like movie of all the DC films. It had quips and jokes left and right, or or not maybe not as much as a typical Marvel film, but it had them, and people... It made a lot of money, and people enjoyed that. Uh, Shazam! Another film that I also really enjoyed is uh, another lighthearted film where they, they, they kind of not go overboard with the jokes but they they threw them in there and people enjoyed that too. That that's like my number one fear is that is that they're like hey let's just just let's just copy marvel. But fortunately with Todd Phillips the Joker doing so well in the box office and the fact that Wonder Woman did Wonder Woman did so well in the box office. Now, WB is looking at some of these singular directors and saying, maybe we don't need to do a, formula, a formulaic universe. Maybe we should just let each of these directors do their own thing with these superheroes and see what happens and give them a chance. And that's what's happening. And that's great. And it makes me happy. And I want to see more things like Joker. They don't necessarily have to be grim and dark, but I would like to see more experimental films where they tried something different. Um, different is good sometimes. With the ending of, of Phase 3 or 4, whatever, whatever, with the end of Endgame and this, and this break in Marvel films, I'm, I'm hoping that more superhero movies can go out and do their own things and not be shackled to the idea that they need to copy what Disney and Marvel has been doing. That's my hope. Now back to Scorsese and Coppola. Um, these are just two dudes who've, who've done their time in Hollywood, I think they have the right to speak their minds on these movies. Not necessarily agreeing with what they have to say, but they have—they've they've earned it. These people have made classic movies. Who doesn't love God- *Goodfellas*? And you're lying to yourself if you—oh, you've never watched it. Or you're lying to yourself if you say you don't. Or *Godfather*. You—I uh, don't know. It's just really interesting to see this fan reaction, and I felt like I wanted to speak on it with this little podcast of mine. And I think I've said what I want to say. So, hey, thank you for listening. Um, I believe that's like, what, episode three or four of Safe State Society. So please feel free to look up my page on Facebook, Safe State Society. I also have a YouTube, but that's catered more toward my gaming videos. Um, so that's also Safe State Society on YouTube.com. I'm also on Twitter and instagram um if you want to just dis- want me to discuss something specifically next time just hit me up on any of those channels and i'm always open to new ideas i like to talk about these kind of things because this is my passion i love science fiction i love pop culture um i know there's a lot of, a lot of people out there who also enjoy those things so i'm ready to discuss back and forth and have some banter with you guys anyway thank you for listening this is bomb ojo from safe state society and i'll see you on the other side